Yeah, so uh, joined this evening in association with uh, the Department of Women, Youth and Persons with Disabilities by the South African Women Lawyers Association and the Free State Chairperson of Saula, Advocate Charlie Naidu, once again is our guest. Advocate Charlie, good evening and welcome. Uh, good evening, Ayubonga. Good evening, listeners. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, this evening we want to talk about standards, and in particular the South African Bureau of Standards and uh, some of the you know, standards, specifications, and local content verification that they provide. Let's first start off. SABS, many of us see it stamped on many of the products that we use. What is SABS and what's their job? Okay, um, Ayubonga, SABS stands for South African Bureau of Standards. Um, so their broad mandate is basically to develop and maintain um, South African national standards um, applicable throughout South Africa. Uh, they, conf- they conduct conformity uh, assessments or product testing, and this is to make sure that, for instance, if you buy a product today, that same product will be on the same standard if you buy it the following year. Uh, they also offer certification um, uh, services such as uh, you will find on products the SABS mark or SABS approved. Um, that shows their standard is, um, has been adopted there. Uh, they also provide local content verification. We'll get into that uh, a bit later. They offer training and advisory services. So basically, they offer uh, quite a wide uh, uh, range of services. Mm-hmm. And I guess for the purposes of our discussion here, uh, how do entrepreneurs access their services? I mean, one might have to w- operate in a sector where you need a particular ISO 1000 and whatever standard in order to be able to bid uh, for supply chain opportunities. Um, why is that important? And how do uh, you know many of the women entrepreneurs that are listening to us get uh, get in on uh, you know one accessing these opportunities, but also being verified for whatever standards? Um, Ayubonga, SABS standard is not a, uh, uh, an enforcement issue. It's more to show that your product is, has actually gone through scrutiny. Mm. Uh, it meets a certain standard and, and customers can be, uh, you know, comfortable in, in, in uh, purchasing those products. Um, they've been, uh, you know, the uh, SABS um, has been the founders, uh, founders of the International Standards Organization, the ISO, and uh, they have been uh, uh, developing standards since 1945. So that's quite a long, uh, length, lengthy um, uh, experience uh, uh, time frame that they have. Um, there are more than 7,400 national standards and about 22 international standards. So if you want to contact uh, the, the South African Bureau of Standards, um, you can uh, go onto their website. Um, or you can uh, contact them on 0861-277-227. That's 0861-277-227. Or you can send them an email at um, info at sabs.co.za. And it's important to actually, uh, you know, uh, have these um, SABS uh, marks on your products because, they um, ensure a certain number of uh, or standard of safety, um, you know, so the end user is, is, is um, assured that whatever product they're using has met the safety standards, the mm. environmental standards and so forth. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, the, you know, uh, Advocate Charlie, the, the other element to, um, you know, the role of the Bureau of Standards is also around 
verifying that if you've committed to a particular level of local content, and this matters to us because we care about localization and reindustrializing our economy, if you say particular products have a certain percentage of local content, these are the guys who actually check whether or not um, you know this is true and uh, that you aren't jippering the system. Yeah, no, that is correct. So um, uh, they would actually verify, the SABS would verify, um, you know, uh, what uh, sort of percentage or quantity of your product is, is uh, local, uh, you know, lo- has local content. Um, and uh, this is, is actually done, um, it, it actually started in 2011 when the Department of Trade and Industry uh, um, and Competition, uh, DTIC, introduced the Presidential Procurement Policy Framework. Um, and the Act allowed for uh, the DTIC to designate certain sectors and products um, to ensure that they comply with local content verification. Um, and this, this uh, drive was very important um, uh, for the Act as it uh, incentivized manufacturers to um, invest in domestic production of products and parts which led to an increase in industrialization, skills transfers, and growth. So to improve our economy, it was very important that we encourage local content um, uh, production. Mm, mm. And, and, you know, I guess sometimes this is often seen, you know, in certain bids uh, for public procurement opportunities and even for, you know, private supply chains as well, where there, there is this requirement of local content. Um, I mean, how important is it to make sure that, those declarations are done in a truthful manner, but also, I guess, benefit from the verification, notes and ability of the South African Bureau of Standards. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely um, important because if you want to bid, say, for example, you're bidding and one of the specifications requires that, uh, you know, you must have local content. So for you to have local content, you need to contact the um, SABS. Um, as they are the appointed agency to conduct the uh, local content verification, uh, they will actually come to you and they will do a uh, verif- verification of your product. Um, and then uh, SABS will uh, be able to conduct a financial and a technical verification of your product. They will, um, if, if your product uh, meets the standards, uh, they will issue the local content certificate. And this can be used you know, by bidders to actually secure bids that have, um, you know, specifications which require local content. So it's, it's actually very, very important. Mm, mm. And, and, I mean, I guess th- this question of um, getting that certification, I want to come back to it again because um, I guess it might seem daunting if I'm, you know, operating in a certain space. I've always done what I've always done. To go and undertake this process now of being verified for local content, um, how would I go about this and how different is it from, I guess, you know, any other process of, um, you know, registering for a particular standard? Okay, so it's, it's a bit interesting how the uh, local content is actually calculated. Mm. Um, uh, so basically what they do, SABS will, will actually check your product um, and the local content of a product is the tender price less the value of the imported, uh, imported uh, content um, and it's expressed as a percentage. So there's a uh, there's actually a formula or a calculation to to calculate uh, local content, and they would actually check to see, um, you know, what percentage of your uh, your product is uh, local. Um, for example, sometimes you know car parts are bought um, overseas and they are just assembled 
locally. And now, um, for example, if, if that is so, then, uh, you know, it, it would be difficult to actually get that local content. But say, for example, most of the uh, 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 materials are actually from South Africa. Then it would actually be easier for them to conduct the verification uh, process and uh, issue you with a local content uh, verification certificate. Mm. But it would depend on the product itself to, to determine uh, the cost of you know, actually getting the certificate. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. The cost, Charlie? I mean, I thought you were going to tell us. Yeah, so, so the cost is it, important. As I was saying, it's, um, you know, it depends on the, uh, uh, the assessment itself. You know, um, for example, if material uh, is, is uh, for example, if they test and they see that the material they are trying to, um, to determine is not local, you know, from South Africa, um, it would be deemed uh, that it's, it's overseas. Mm. Um, so, so it would be a higher cost to assess. But say, for example, the material is local, um, uh, you know, it would be much easier to assess um, and then the cost would be low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe just, I guess, you know, as we reach the tail end of our discussion, uh, Advocate Charlie, I, I'm quite interested, I guess, w- when we think about the Bureau of Standards um, in the development of new, you know, it might be a prototype, it might be an invention, it might be an innovation. Uh, in many cases, we're not only really talking about products here, right? We also might be talking about processes or particular services. Uh, maybe just explain to us, I guess, you know, what potentially would be subject to this kind of local content verification or a standards process and what potentially would not be? Yeah, no, you are correct uh, because uh, the local content verification is actually done, carried out by a a technical committee. And it's it's used, uh, you know, it it has people from various, uh, you know, government, uh, government is a specialist, experts in the field and so forth. So, um, yeah, it, it would depend on, on the product itself. Um, Ayabonga, I think I, I uh, lost your question. No, 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 I was just saying, I mean, I, I just wanted you to maybe emphasize because I think many people might feel at the tail end of this conversation that they might have a process that they feel um, is unique and would potentially, you know, benefit from standardization, but uh, might think we're just only talking about products. So I just wanted you maybe to just re-emphasize that this could apply as much to a process as it would to a tangible product that you can touch and feel. Yes, yes. Okay, now I get your question now. Yes, no, definitely. So basically, as I was saying, the, the technical committee, um, you know, um, as the South African Bureau of Standards has a technical committee which actually carries out the assessment. So whether it's a product or whether it's a, it's a process. Um, and basically, um, you know, uh, experts from all different uh, walks of life, uh, from academic students, uh, the industry, organized labor, um, civil society, all of them would, would meet, depending on what the product or the process mm. is, um, you know, to, to actually um, to, uh, put together standards. So you have, for example, the ISO um, uh, 16,000 uh, 16, um, standards. And, uh, and, and that is important because it's a management standard. And, um, you know, anyone procuring or contracting with some, uh, an organization like that uh, will understand that, you know, that organization um, has um, met a certain level of standard and, and uh, you know, they would be comfortable in, in uh, conducting business or engaging with that, with that organization. Mm, mm. Advocate Charlie, 
We're going to have to leave it there. But, uh, yeah, big thank you to you for taking time out to speak to us uh, this evening. And uh, that there's Advocate Charlie Naidu, uh, the Free State Chairperson of the uh, South African uh, Women Lawyers Association, SAULA. And, yeah, joining us as part of our discussions there brought to us by our friends at the Department of Women, Youth and Persons with Disabilities. And, uh, yeah, a very interesting discussion there about uh, verification and, uh, you know, standards, processes, um, you know, about ISO, uh, ISO 1000 or ISO 100 and, you know, uh, and of course there would be many. But I think that this point around local content verification is critical, especially for many of the uh, women entrepreneurs that are listening to us uh, interested in, uh, you know, manufacturing, for instance, and uh, creating standardized processes that can be replicated from one uh, production cycle to the next. Uh, that being said, folks, we've reached the tail end of our discussions this evening. We're going to have to leave it here. Your Bonane, same time, same place. Uh, tomorrow evening, we're going to leave you, yeah, with uh, the soulful sounds of the man with mu- man with the music. He's standing by. Santa's with you from nine through to midnight. Have yourself a great evening. Take strength, my Africa. Ukiwa gumbona kutubela na nangu ko siya ibanga le